grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. God, powerful and compassionate, you shepherd your people, faithfully feeding and protecting us. Heal each of us and make us a whole people, that we may embody the justice and peace of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Jeremiah. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who shepherd my people, it is you who have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them. So I will attend to you for your evil doings, says the Lord. Then I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they, will, they shall be fruitful and multiply. I will raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them, and they will not fear any longer or be dismayed, nor shall any be missing, says the Lord. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up David, a righteous branch, who shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. 
Word of God, Word of Life. reading from Ephesians. Remember that at one time you Gentiles by birth called the uncircumcised by those who are called the circumcised, a physical circumcision made in the flesh by human hands. Remember that you were at that time without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for he is our peace. In his flesh, he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall, that is the hostility between us. He has abolished the law with its commandments and ordinances that he might create in himself one new humanity in place of the two, thus making peace, and might reconcile both groups to God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death that hostility through it. 
So he came and proclaimed peace to you, you who were far off, and peace to those who were near. For through him, both of us have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. In him, the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built together spiritually into a dwelling place for God. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. according to Mark. Glory, Glory to you, o Lord. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. As they went ashore, and Jesus went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. When Jesus and the disciples had crossed over, they came to a land at Gennesaret and moored the boat. When they got out of the boat, people at once recognized Jesus and rushed about that whole region and began to bring the sick on mats to, what, to wherever they heard he was. And wherever Jesus went, into villages or cities or farms, they, led, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged Jesus that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak and all who touched it were healed. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, o Christ. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. Where do you keep your to-do list? Is it in your head? Is it on little scraps of paper? Maybe it's in a little hard cover book that Bo inspired me to get to keep all my notes. Or maybe use the notes feature on your phone or your laptop. Or maybe you're retired, or maybe you're on vacation, or maybe you've just sworn off all the to-do lists altogether. Doesn't it seem like yesterday when some of us were going stir crazy in our apartments, some of us were bored or lonely, now we're not so sure who we are 
or what our lives will be like now, or whether we'll just go back to the same stress that we had before. Now Americans are known for their productivity. Many of us are driven and competitive. Some of us don't even take the vacation days and days off allotted us. Crazy, huh, for some Americans? But the pandemic is causing many folks to look with new eyes at their lives and their schedules and their values and their purpose and yes, their to-do lists. Whether it's the demands of parenting or work or the energy it takes to work for social justice, to dismantle racism or protect the environment, it can all be overwhelming and the to-do lists never seem to end. Sometimes some of us are not even able to rest or to sleep very well because of all of this. Now granted, some of us are doing well, flourishing, relatively happy and healthy, and maybe this text tonight isn't the one you need. And speaking of to-do lists, maybe some of us need a kick in the pants to get motivated and to get our butt off the couch and make a to-do list. Maybe this isn't the sermon you need either. Thank goodness there's next week. But let's face it, one organizational psychologist describes the dominant, dominant emotion of 2021 in our country as languishing a sense of emptiness, not sure who we are anymore, a dulling of delight, a dwindling of desire, aimless, we might say, sheep without a shepherd, Jesus might say. At the same time, I heard of a new book by Kristen Rodke called Seek You, Seek You, that talks about the American epidemic of loneliness, not just in big cities, but everywhere. Radke looks at mass shootings, the effects of technology and social media, and what happened in the pandemic. And she quotes a former Surgeon General who says that isolation, isolation is the most prevalent health problem in our society. Stress, workaholism, isolation, heavy stuff. Maybe Jesus can help. Now, many people think of Jesus as a man on the go, a man on a mission, a never ending to-do list of healing and teaching and casting out those nasty demons. So godlike Jesus is in some people's mind that he's the energizer bunny, always reaching out to everybody that everybody seems to ignore. He probably doesn't even need to sleep. Yet remember last Sunday's gospel? the grisly and tragic death of Jesus' beloved cousin John, the drama with power-hungry Herod, and then John's head on a platter. Can you imagine? That is the stuff of nightmares. No wonder Jesus doesn't quite seem himself. He's probably preoccupied with grief and wondering whether the, whether the same fate awaits him. But after some setbacks, the disciples are motivated. They're ready to roll. 
ready to change the world, gathering folks to their charismatic leader in this new reign of God movement. But they're on the move so much that they barely find the time to rest or to breathe or to catch a bite to eat. In between all of his doing good, we read of Jesus' need to get away from it all. Jesus seems to need to get away for prayer, for rest and renewal. And Jesus sees the need of his inner circle. Jesus always looks with compassion and sees the need and sees the longing in our hearts. Jesus' words to us tonight, come away to a deserted place and rest for a while. Come away. Leave your everyday to-do list behind just for a bit. Untether from your phone. Unplug. Get outside. Put your to-do list out of your mind. Now, summer helps, right? And I'm glad you're here tonight with all the great temptations. It's time in the summer that many of us groove on leisure and relaxing and kicking back. But it's the deserted place that Jesus talks about that I'm wondering about. That suggests silence and solitude. Maybe that sounds good to some of you, or maybe it sounds terrifying. Now, I love people, and I love you, but I also like to be alone and go on a hike and just clear my head, I guess. What is it about withdrawing, retreating, that's good for our souls? Let me just say a word about the word retreat, that the word retreat has been hijacked by the to-do people. Now churches go on retreats and businesses go on retreats to do work, right? Any of you have jobs where you had a retreat and it was in a different place perhaps, but it still was the same people and the same problems and the same to-do lists, right? I wonder if we need to get away from it all and get away from everyone once in a while to actually be with it all. The world, our lives, changes, losses, time to figure out who we are, what we wanna do with our lives, what we can change and what we can't. Time to be with our longings, our disappointments and our hopes, our longing for justice and freedom, our longing for healing and wholeness. Come away to a deserted place, Jesus says. Sure, we can go into nature and put in some earplugs. We can get away from everything and everyone. But what if the deserted place that we retreat to is actually within ourselves? Here's what I wonder. What if instead of making a to-do list, we made up to be list, or rather we learned how to be, how to be with what is, to be who we are, to be comfortable in our skin, to be at peace in the world. Abraham Joshua Heschel, perhaps the most well-known Jewish theologian of last century wrote, just to be is a blessing, just to live is holy. And just being alive is no answer to the problem of living, 
To be or not to be, that is not the question. The vital question is how to be and how not to be. I know we've got a few uber Lutherans here and some newer Lutherans, but Lutherans talk a lot about being saved by grace, not by works. But ironically, many of us feel our self-worth comes from our work and what we accomplish and whether we live up to somebody else's standards or whether we work harder than other people or we're better than other people. But friends, that is not grace. A to-be list starts with grace. You are of worth simply because of who you are. And Christ the shepherd is not like the other power-hungry leaders. He breaks down the walls that divide us, as we heard in Ephesians, gives us courage to be vulnerable with ourselves and with one another. It is the risen Christ who sees your loneliness and your stress and your longings and looks with compassion on you and all the needy people of this world. When your soul is weary, Christ leads you beside the still waters and gives you rest. When your body is ailing, Christ anoints your head with oil. When you journey through life's darkest valley, Christ accompanies you every step of the way and leads you back to this community and leads you to this feast at this table. And there's no other place. There's no other place that I would rather be. Amen.
Rooted in Christ and sustained by the Spirit, we offer our prayers for the church, the world, and all of creation. Tend your church, O God. Encourage bishops, pastors, and deacons in their proclamation of the gospel. Raise up new leaders and encourage those pursuing a call to ministry. Embolden all the baptized to embody your love and justice. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Restore your creation, O God. Sustain croplands and pastures and safeguard all farm animals and livestock. Preserve lakes, rivers, and streams that offer refreshment. Revive lands recovering from natural disasters and protect coastlands threatened by rising oceans. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Reconcile the nations, O God. Break down the dividing walls that make us strangers to one another and unite us as one human family. Equip leaders to deal wisely with conflict and guide diplomats who seek peaceful solutions. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Heal your people, O God. Look with compassion on immigrants, exiles, 
and all who are afraid or feel lost. Give rest to those who are weary, comfort to those who are grieving, and recovery to those who are ill, especially Richard and those we name aloud or in the chat feature. Rachel, Christine. Hear us, O oh God. Your mercy is great. Nourish this congregation, O oh God. Prepare a table where we receive food for our hungering spirits. Renew our commitment to provide for one another and revitalize our ministries of feeding and nurturing hungry neighbors. Hear us, O oh God. Your mercy is great. You lead us home, O oh God. We give thanks for all Blessed Mary, Mary Magdalene, Birgitta of Sweden, and all those who have died, now citizens with the saints. As you have received them into your heavenly home, so welcome all of us to dwell in your house forever. Hear us, O oh God. Your mercy is great. We lift these and all our prayers to you, O oh God, confident in the promise of your saving love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. Let us share a sign of peace with one another. Be seated. And peace and greetings to Matt and Allison, Jackie and Kurt joining us online this evening. And uh, welcome and thank you for being here on this summer evening. As we heard in Ephesians, Christ breaks down the walls that divide us. Because of that grace, we welcome one another as Christ welcomes us, whether we are at home online or whether we are in person whatever the color of our skin, our gender identity, who we love and marry, how we're dealing with stress these days, whether we're sleeping or not, whatever's on our minds, we know that uh, we welcome one another and we accept one another unconditionally. Let's see, the announcements uh, on the back of the bulletin is to help you prepare for an event coming up later in August, August 14th, hosted by um, both Holy Trinity, it's St. Luke Logan Square, and will be hosted here at Grace Place following our uh, 5 p.m. service, a book launch by Ellie Dowd, uh, her new book uh, related to um, our anti-racism ministry. That'll be great. And she is a LSTC graduate, uh, I think this very last, this last May. Also, um, it's new complications doing our liturgy in person and online. And so because of that, to make it a little bit more smoother, in two weeks, we will be migrating from um, Facebook to YouTube Live. And it will be very easy to do. It's a link, actually, 
from Zoom to Facebook, whatever I said, ignore. There's so much migration now, it's hard to know where you are and what you're on, but it is actually more simple than Zoom in terms of how to do it and how to connect. Um, also, let's just see if there, um, we're kind of a small group, we all know each other. If anybody has any announcements, things like uh, pregnancies, like um, new jobs or prayer concerns or engagements. I'm wondering if there is any announcement. I don't know if, if we're going to do that announcement right now. Could we? Is it public? No, we're not doing any announcements at all about any of those kinds of things. So, oh, um, tell them it's fine. Oh, there's a message in the chat. Yeah, there's a message, it's in the chat. So um, we can make this announcement, exciting announcement of one of our own community. Sebastian, come up. Since we don't have, we have a wide reception downstairs, we have to do it right now. I'm glad Allison uh, messaged to say that uh, we're pregnant. Girl, <laughs> uh, baby's due around November 6th. So that's what's going on. It's the big news uh, from us. All right. Thank you, Allison, for giving us permission. So, any other news or prayer concerns or announcements? We will now. Um, let me say that the, the hymn that we just did the hymn of the day is from the new uh, ELCA supplement. It's one of my favorites in that book. And we have some hard copies of that supplement that we will start using so we actually can have a hymnal in our hands. And the next um, small refrain for the setting of the table is also in the purple hymnal All Creation Sings and reflects our reading tonight, um, Christ our peace, you break down the walls that divide us. So we're going to um, we can get, use all the space and, and gather around the table, and then um, the bread will be served to you behind this pillar.
We praise you, O God, through Christ Jesus, in your spirit, now and forever.
Let us pray. O God, our life, our strength, our food, we give you thanks for sustaining us with the body and blood of your Son. By your Holy Spirit, enliven us to be his body in the world, that more and more we will give you praise and serve your earth and its many peoples. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. May the God of glory, the Lord of life, and the spirit of truth bless you now and forever. Amen.
Go in peace and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. God.